0: Hello, my sweet friend, it's Christina, and welcome to a new episode of the Art K Coach podcast. Hello, my sweet friends. Welcome to the Arc Cake Coach podcast. My name is Christina Revalo. I'm a sugar paste modeling artist, a teacher, a coach for cake artists, cake friends, state creative community manager, award winning cake decorator, and representative of international cake competitions. I'm so happy to have you here. If you are a cake artist, a cake enthusiast, or a baker who is seeking some help in anything related, to your time management, social media management, setting your goals for yourself or your business, your mindset towards your business, or even a few hints of how to be part of the international K community, K collaboration, and K competitions. You are in the right place. So welcome to today's episode. Well, hello, my sweet friends. Welcome to another episode of the RK Coach Podcast. Christina here. I'm so happy have you back here on a Tuesday morning, Lisbon, Portugal. It's around 8.24 in the morning. It's a shiny, beautiful summer day. So welcome to today's episode. Before we start this episode, of course, I have some very small news to share, not too much to share this week. I just want to tell you that this year, in case you didn't know, I'm curating a new cake collaboration uh, that is a mashup between Harry Potter and a fantastic beast we already had a cake collaboration like this two years ago but it was just harry potter this year i decided to expand the topic we have so many members and i'm so happy to say that we are already receiving so many beautiful pieces for this collaboration so stay tuned collaboration will air on september 1st the day of returning to hogwarts so of course For us, you know, Potterheads and people who love Harry Potter, we have to use these amazing dates in order to reveal this cake collaboration. So uh, stay tuned. I will be giving more news about that. I'm sorry you cannot be part of this one because it's already closed for new members but stay tuned to see it so you get very excited and you can be part of the next one also i want to give a very special shout out today last week i have a beautiful beautiful comment i'm so happy because you know i always said this here uh when i do the episodes when i'm working here in my office closed early in the morning you know it's like there's no noise and i cannot uh, see anyone hearing your comments from across the world listening to my podcast it really fills my heart so today is for a big shout out to the sweet shallot shop for Marisa valentin Marisa, thank you very much she sent me a beautiful picture of uh, the podcast on her car she was on her way to work and uh Um, she showed me that, you know, I'm listening, I'm listening. And she gave me this beautiful comment that says, love your podcast. So inspiring. Thank you for sharing. I'd like to be you when I grow up. It's funny, Marisa, because I always use this phrase when I want to, um, you know, to talk to people that I, I really admire and that I wanted to somehow learned from them. So you using that phrase back at me is like the universe telling me, okay, Christina, you're not doing things wrong. There must be something good you're doing. So thank you so much. Let's all be you know, happy and inspired and uh, work together as a community. Um, but you know we've been talking and probably we're going to do some great things together and uh you would like to be like me when i grow up i want to be like you when i grow up let's not grow up let's just keep being kids inside but let's just do that um productively creatively and happily together let's do that so thank you marissa so much and let's start this episode this is going to be I mean, it's going to be fun. I don't know if it's fun, the word, but um, it's going to be very special, very special episode. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back with today's episode. Today's episode, it's called Creativity Heals. And um, it's why it's called like that. Let me give you a little background. I've always considered myself a very creative person. I I embraced creativity very very young when I was very young, you know, very very early in life. For me, creativity was uh, was a bit of escape too, uh, to a you know to a different reality and a different world that. Um, that I wanted to escape sometimes. I'm not going to go into details, uh, but uh, it helped me cope with a lot of things. And I realized very early also my my, my mother, my grandmothers, uh, all women in my family were very creative people with different mediums, very creative people. So I was always uh, surrounded by creativity and I, I not only I liked it, but uh, I kind of felt comfortable doing it because I mean, creativity is there for everyone but producing creative things is not there for everyone we know that there's people who has talent for some for some things people who has talent for others but for me it was always there it was a a natural language like maybe mathematics could be a natural language for some it wasn't for me for me it was the creative part so um i come to the conclusion through looking back at my life and through through uh, understanding all the path that led me until here today that creativity has always played a healing uh, process in my life and that's why i wanted to call this episode creativity heals because lately i've been going through i've been going through a lot of things um personally you know with my health and some issues that uh I realized that I needed to get away from that somehow, maybe go back to escape from that reality. And I found myself back to being creative and that has started a different healing journey. So I know it sounds all woo woo and whatever, but this month, because I didn't mention this before, actually, I want to dedicate this month to mindset for cake artists i always say in the intro that cake friends stay creative has to do with you know time management goal setting social media but then always put in the word mindset towards your business but actually mindset towards your business starts start with yourself you cannot change your mindset about anything else if you don't change it or at least embrace it of yourself because sometimes we don't want to change the mindset we want to you know, clear the path in our head and just uh, embrace what we really are. We're going to get to all of this during this episode. I'm just, you know, giving you a little bit of everything here right now as, as an introduction. So uh, let me start with by telling you how this uh, personal journey started this year okay with creativity because it, it, like i said when i go when i look back at my life and uh, since i was a kid creativity was also always um a safe space it was always an, an escape from a reality that i didn't want to face or i didn't want to see and i felt so comfortable being created i felt so um you know in my zone that i always go back there and i this year and that's where the story goes. This year, I kind of forgot about that, and uh, by the middle of the year, I realized I needed. I forgot how much I needed to be creative again in order to heal so many things inside. So, let me start with the story. This year, I stopped baking for customers. I decided for many reasons. One, I was kind of tired of um, of the you know of the life of the baker baking process the 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 expensive i mean the the ingredients everything got so expensive that i had to uh, raise my prices and i had to um adjust a lot of things my customers were not used to these prices so um it was like okay this is maybe this is the moment you know it's like when you say when you're you're an artist and you say okay i'm in i'm in my peak i'm in in a good spot so i'm just going to uh gracefully uh, walk away. So I decided to do that. I decided to stop baking. I still do the sugar paste modeling. Like last week, I had a, um, uh, a client, uh, two clients that wanted just the topper, the sugar paste topper modeling uh, piece to put into a cake that they made. So I still do that for my customers. I have a few customers that I cannot say no to, and but they're not customers anymore. That they're like friends, so I I keep baking them some cakes. But I, you know, in general, I stopped. I stopped baking. Um, I stopped baking, and I dedicated myself to two things: to run my um, my my business as a um as a coach i'm sorry um, my mind is just going everywhere i like i have notes i'm reading my notes right now but my mind is going everywhere because i'm trying to keep i'm trying not to forget anything to get to the point so i started to to focus on my business as a coach for cake artists which is very demanding it takes a lot of my of my time and my creative you know juices in my mind as well um, because you know, I'm learning a whole new level of things. I'm learning about, uh, about different marketing techniques. I'm, I'm I'm of course getting instructed as a coach as well. I'm taking classes and courses and I'm educating myself again. Um, am I'm, I'm starting, uh, projects in a different way because to be a coach, I mean, you need to be certified all of that. So I'm working on all of that. It is very time consuming. Uh, it takes a lot of my um, my thinking time, you know, my brain time. And uh, in the other hand, I'm also, as you, as I mentioned before, you probably know, I am an ESL English teacher, and I'm being, f- I mean, I've been full of work with my students, with my e- um, English students, um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in this run of working and learning and, and, and organizing a business and starting from sort of from scratch in my coaching business. Um, It's been, uh, it's been a long journey to, for myself as well as uh, to grow as a person, to understand myself in order to provide the best results for my coaches. So I'm working on that as well um also it's not easy because even though there are many coaches out there the cake the creating world doesn't have many coaches and it's like a new thing so people uh we have to start me and other coaches i've been talking to we start we kind of have to start to educate uh the cake artists and the cake community that yes a coach for cake artists is also a good thing it's not just about you know buying the next cookie cutter so um it's also a process So all of this process just to keep it short huh i'm not gonna keep it short today probably this is one of those very personal episodes but i love to do them like i said this uh, podcast is like my confessionary so all this process has taken a lot of my my mental time and my creative time and and it has of course my creativity is focused towards that. On top of that, I've been dealing with some health issues with my back. I've been having a lot of um, back pain and back problems, which is hard to be you know, sitting down and focusing because of the pain. Um, some family things that I had to attend to with my, with my dad, uh, who had to have an operation. I mean, there's been a lot of things in my life going on. On top of that, like everybody, probably if you're listening to this, you're going through that. The economic, I mean, the economy is not helping. We have to work a lot in order to compensate how expensive everything is. And, uh, you know, be very creative on how we're going to spend our money or how we're going to find more money. So all of that, all of that is, is going on. So I lost a little bit my, uh, my way of my true creative process. And what I mean my true creative process for me, that is when I sit down and I create my sugar paste modeling pieces, either for a cake collaboration, for uh, my YouTube channel, that I do my tutorials. Even for me, sometimes I just do it like I need to get there. And I lost that. I, I lost that and and I didn't realize how much I needed it so that's why i stopped and i said okay i need to go back to that i need to go back to just sit down in my studio with all my sugar paste and my tools and create so i did so i i did that i decided to start imagine i'm working i have a tutorial to 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 do uh, that i have to be you know using the camera and everything but on the side i'm creating a christmas project we're in july and i'm creating a christmas project christmas for christmas and halloween is very inspiring for me and i was like you know what i'm going to do something for christmas this is, i'm not going to publish it i'm not going to do a tutorial i'm not going to sell it as a class i'm just going to do it for the sake of doing it and i started this process of being creative again and you have no idea how much that calmed me down and how much that Heal so many things that when that were happening at the moment, and I said, "Hmm, I need to share this with my people. I need to share this with my community and let them know how much creativity heals." So I'm going to start talking about the the healing process of cre- creativity through some examples. Uh, the first example, of course, has to be cake friends stay creative. Cake Friends Stay Creative started as uh, as a group, you know, during the pandemic, uh, to keep the community um, united and positive. But the beautiful thing, and it's in the name, Cake Friends Stay Creative. And it, the name came because if you haven't heard about this, is one of the episodes. Because the first or I think, it's the second or the third episode of the of the show. Um when it started as everybody was like stay safe stay safe you know stay safe because it, it was the pandemic and uh, I was like you know I'm not going to just stay safe I'm going to stay creative because being safe is like you're protecting yourself when you're creative you're being healed it's like you and also it's like you have a shield of protection I don't know and for me that's creativity so that's why the name was cake friends stay creative and the funny thing is that it ended up to be a healing group why a healing group there were so many stories of our friends going through different uh things at the time our our cake friends um depression uncertainty uh, family being sick themselves being sick uh people were scared so scared at the time and um when i shift or when they enter the group i didn't shift anything when they enter the group and they shift their minds toward something creative is like that was like a safe heaven for them and i'm not saying this because i think it was it's because they told me so i have so many stories so many feedbacks from cake friends from members of the group saying You know, uh, I was in the edge of a depression and being in this group and being part of the corporations helped me go through um, all this dark moment. And I, you know, I came out at the other side of the tunnel with with light and with happiness Um, or I was I didn't know what to do with my business. I didn't know how to how to change things to cope with everything that was going through the pandemic and because of the live sessions because all of the things that we learned here you gave me like a boost of new ideas and now i'm doing things differently and my business is back on track again i mean i have received all of this and the funny thing is that what i mean that wasn't my intention um that wasn't my purpose the purpose was just to be united through creativity so my conclusion hey creativity has to do something good in here because when we focus on creativity we're going to get there later on this episode when we focus on creativity is like you cut the noise of everything that is outside and that helped many people in the group Um, the key of this group is that it was only run on i will say creativity of course uh positiveness because it was only focused on positive that group i mean it was forbidden to talk about problems in that group you you didn't so the space was very positive very safe when i mean creativity it was not only because people share and showcase their their creative work but because we share knowledge we we invited people for free to watch the live demos and to see creative artists being creative and learn from them and it built this sense of community and it was like a safe heaven of creativity that people heal feelings through that and um, we're gonna get to the why to how we get there uh, later in this episode but Like I said, I had to give you this example. Cake Friends stay Creative is a healing group, and it's healing because of creativity. Let me just take a quick break here so we can listen from some of our uh, sponsors. And when we come back, I will give you two more examples of how creativity heals in the Cake the Creative world. Today's episode is brought to you by Saracino. Not only because I use their products, especially their sugar paste uh, modeling products uh, called Pasta Model that I use for all my collaboration and competition pieces, but also with their free monthly magazine, Wheel of Pastry, a magazine filled with absolutely incredible, easy to follow and unique tutorials created by very talented artists from around the world. The world. We have interested interviews and blogs, and there are always ways to win products from the Saracino family. You can download it for free every month, and I will be leaving the links to their webpage so you can enjoy this great magazine every month. Thank you, Saracino, and thank you, We Love Pastry Monthly Magazine, for being part of the Art K Coach podcast. Now, two more examples of how creativity can be healing is one, cake collaborations. Also, so many feedbacks that I have received from participants of cake collaborations. I have curated so far three, I think four cake collaborations. And uh, I I mean, you have no idea how many times I received comments like, I was um, so overwhelmed with work and through your, through participating in the collaboration that I thought it was going to be more work on top of that actually made me go to my creative zone and uh, feel better about my work and be more creative about everything that I do. I get that I get also people who not only made one but two pieces because they said I was so in the zone and I was not sure what to do that I wanted to give you know I just did one and then I did the other and I feel so good about myself. So all of this happens on a cake collaboration why because when you uh, when you make your creativity run wild. Um, stories. I mean, when when some of the artists told me about being depressed, about feeling like an imposter with imposter syndrome, uh, all of that is healed through creativity, even though you have some rules. And even though some of the collaborations, you need to have an inspiration image that will set you, you know, some guidance in what you're going to do, your creativity, being creative around those two, the rules and the inspiration is actually rewarded. As creative as you are in a K collaboration, that's the piece that is going to stand out. That is the piece that everybody's going to talk about. So people, I mean the artists that are part of the collaborations, they want to be as creative as possible and that creates so many positive things. You feel rewarded, you feel acknowledged by your peers, your work is talked about, um, your piece shows in different magazines, all of that is possible through a key collaboration. So definitely another example of um, healing through uh, creativity. absolutely thrilled to announce a new sponsor of the RK Coach podcast. We are now working together with Cake the Great magazine. Cake the Great magazine is a quarterly international magazine and it's an open platform for all levels of sugar artists around the world. We will showcase your talent, skills, update sugar, world news and more. You can have the next issue and you can already have the March issue of 2023 in the links that I will be leaving here in this episode and stay tuned for the next issue to come thank you so much to my sweet dear friend Taznuta Allen award-winning cake decorator and editor of this magazine and thank you to cake the great magazine for being one of the sponsors and welcome to the family of the art cake coach podcast a third example that i can think of when i think of how creativity heals is when i started uh, when i started being or wanting to be a sugar paste modeling artist um i would say that was could be about nine years ago ten nine years ago there were some people that i admired and one of the things you know artists that you admire you look up to one of the the things that i remember thinking is like they have a specific trademark you know like a like uh, you see their piece and you say, this is from this person because it's made, it's originally, I mean, it's original, it's from them. It's something that comes within them and and it's unique. And I wanted to get that. I wanted to get to that point. I wanted to have uh, first become better at modeling and second have this, you know, this thing that I said, this is mine. So I started working and working. I tend to get to my, I mean, i'm a virgo and i tend to overthink a lot and get everything you know i tend to be in my head a lot and uh, creativity doesn't work like that when you have to be when you are going to be creative you need to mute your mind and we're going to get to that in a second in this episode so i started working very hard trying to create something that was unique you know me and Like I said, at the beginning I was very into my head and nothing worked. Only when I let it go, when I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to do it for the sake of doing it. I don't have any plans around this. I'm just going to be in the zone. And we're gonna talk about being in the zone. That's when my dolls came out. So it was, I had very, a lot of issues with eyes. Everybody did this beautiful big dolly eyes, you know, this doll eyes are very big, very bright, full of colors. They painted it and it was, you know, like, like a porcelain doll eyes. And I had issues. They were, they were not, I mean, I couldn't, they were not good. And I decided to just put a black ball just to see how the eyes, I, I was, you know, trying what to do. So the face was quite good. I just wanted to, you know, feel that i with something so i took a little ball of black sugar paste put it in there just to see the expression and it was like oh yeah that's what i want that's that's what i need and i realized that going back to my childhood how much the muppets and the dark crystal puppets and all of that i loved the expression in those dolls and they all had black eyes i was like this is it so that's how my black eye doll collection came came to be and um for me it was healing for me it was um you know it was the time that i felt that when i embraced that i i felt in a safe space i lost track of time all my senses were so busy and so inspired that my mind got quiet and when my mind got quiet that's when all the creativity you know run free and i produced many dolls at that time of course my modeling skills were not as they are today and probably today they're not as they as they will be 10 years from now very likely but at the time i used all the capacity that i had to create these dolls and until today i treasure them i still have a few because with time they get uh damaged but um i treasure them and I haven't done a black-eyed doll in so long that the other day I said, you know what, I need to do a black eye doll nine years later with the things that I know now. And that's what I'm working on. That has been my healing therapy these uh, this past few days. And it's incredible how much that, going back to that, has quiet even the you know even the economical problems even the things that you're like oh i have to pay this bill how am i getting this bill? even that has come to a second place and it's like well you figure it out you always figure it out you know you organize yourself you organize your your, your business and 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 your finances and, and you will do it like you have done it all the time so i don't get worried anymore not like forever but at that point i'm not worrying about that and all of that through what through creativity so actually while i was doing this this uh while i was working in this doll that's when it came to me i have to do an episode on how creativity is healing but let's define first what is to be creative to see what can we do in order to use it as a tool for healing any issues that you could have As your K-Coach, I am here to help you. If you want to go a little bit further in your journey to organize your time, set clear goals, maybe teach, work on your mindset, or set a roadmap for results, especially for results and success, I am here for you. Why don't you book a free discovery call with me? I will be leaving the links here in this episode so we can chat, we can talk about what you really need, and we can see if we're a good fit for each other. Remember, I have just two, well, one mission in this cake world. First is to unite the cake community as one and to make you, my cake artist, my sweet friend, understand the importance of investing in you. Like I said, I will be leaving the links here in the description of this episode so you can book a 30 minutes free discovery call with me. And just remember, in case nobody said this to you today, I do appreciate you and I want you to stay safe and stay creative. Okay, just before we continue, because I said I was going to uh, talk to you about the definition of being creative i just said before you can heal all the issues that you have well not all the issues certainly i'm not saying here that you don't do anything in your life just be creative and you will be healed no i'm not saying that but uh, what i mean is you can heal a lot of feelings and a lot of um you know um uh, places not places you know these things when you're all, when you're in your head when you're in your head and you feel like oh I suffer from imposter syndrome or suffer from um, you know self doubt and all of that that can be healed through creativity that's that's what I meant I just want to clarify that so like I said before I look for the definition of being creative guess what. We have now ChatGPT that you can ask anything you want. So I asked ChatGPT what it means to be creative. And the answer was this. To be creative means to generate or express original and unique ideas, thoughts or solutions in a way that is imaginative, innovative, and often unconventional. Creativity involves breaking away from traditional patterns, uh, thinking outside of the box, and bringing something new and valuable into existence that is the concept according to chat apt of what is to be creative so let's break it down into our cake business your ideas solutions for an edible art i mean when it means that you use you express original and unique ideas yes you have your own ideas and you put that into cake right so solutions for an edible medium it's not easy i mean I know a lot of artists that work with other mediums, come and work with edible mediums and you can adapt, but still you have to think of food safety. You have to think of making everything edible because this client is going to eat your work. So, I mean, we find solutions, a lot of solutions and we show something unique and unconventional. A cake for us, cake artists is no longer a cake is a medium to expressive art. We break away from so many traditional ways of baking. We break away, I mean, have you seen the shows lately? Like, is this cake or is this real cake? I forgot the name. I mean, is a shoe. No, it's a cake, you can eat it. It's like a painting. No, it's not a painting. It's a cake and you can eat it. We constantly think outside of the box. We are artists, we're engineers, we're entrepreneurs, we're mathematicians, we're Salesforce you name it. We are so many things in one. So are we creative? Of course we are. Do we need creativity? Yes, we do. What do we do with cake? What actually we do with the cake? We bring something new and valuable into existence. So I guess we pretty much get into the definition of being a creative being. Okay. Now, In the other hand, we know we're creative, right? We know we work with creativity and how creativity is important to us. Can you be creative 24-7? Probably not Um, because creativity comes from within. So you need to work on that within. And we're gonna get to that in a point. Because the other day I saw this interview that really struck me because this person was talking not about what is to be creative, but what implies, what does creativity implies. And uh, when I saw this interview, this person said that to be creative is to be brave, is to pass fear, is to deal with rejection, with imposter syndrome. And news flash, that doesn't go away, but it is healed by the result. That's what the person uh, said, okay? I agree and I disagree. Yes, creativity is going through all of that. You do have to be brave. You do have to pass fear. You do have to deal with rejection, not only your client's rejection, your own. We're so hard on ourselves. We suffer from imposter syndrome, all of us. Doesn't matter how many podcasts you have listened, I have one, by the way, but or how many books you have read about imposter syndrome, it comes back at some point or another it just lasts less time and you know you get out of it easily but it comes back um and this person says that it's healed by the result i agree and disagree creativity heals yes but i don't think it's by the result i actually think it's by the process through the process you face all your demons you face your doubts uh, you doubt yourself you overthink you face you know the imposter syndrome you're afraid of the result but magically when all the noise goes away and you stop your mind and focus on your work and your senses get busy working it's like you're all of your senses are in there they're working on that piece or whatever it is that you're doing and your mind goes quiet And that point when your mind's got when your mind goes quiet quiet. That's what we call, I'm in the zone. It's like everything vanishes and it is magical. It's like, I I can feel it right now. I don't know if you can feel it. I'm talking to you and I, I can feel it. Like, you know, my, my mind is being quiet. Just talking about it. It's not easy to get to that zone, but I'm sure if you are the cake artist and you have done a project that you're passionate about that you really want to do. I am sure you have experienced this. I'm more than sure that. Um, it's funny because when I think about this, I think about mindset, right? Um, because not mindset, mindfulness. When we when we study mindfulness, is about quieting, quieting everything around us, and just being there at the moment. And I can only compare that to when I am in my creative zone. Because even when I meditate, my mind goes everywhere. My mind is not quiet when I meditate. Sometimes if I am, uh, you know, walking in the nature or exercises, exercising, yes, it can get quiet. But the true moment when my mind gets quiet is when all my senses are busy creating. For me it's a meditation i always said this creative being creative for me is a meditation uh i used to do cross stitch uh embroidery uh, and um uh, that was a meditation for me because i was so focused on you know counting one two three four and changing the, the the thread and and the needle and everything and you know following the design that my mind just went very quiet and i got into that zone so we cannot separate being creative with being mindful or with having a positive mindset. Because at the end of the day, m- mindset is finding yourself. And you find yourself in art. When I say find yourself, again, I don't want to be, boo. you know, like, oh yes, meditation. Even though I like it, but it, maybe it's not for everyone. And when I see find yourself, it's like, oh, you know, um, I found myself. No, it's like, is that when you're meeting somebody, when you're meeting somebody, you're seeing this person and you're, you know, you kind of have a first impression, you read this person, you see what you like, what you don't like, and you make a conclusion about a person. So imagine we do the same to ourselves. You find yourself not like, oh, I find yourself, that's, you know, that's, not gonna say the word, but that's a little bit of, you know what. So uh, it's like see, meeting you, see you for who you really are. So when you meet somebody and you, first you get a first impression, what is your first impression about yourself? It's like when I ask, what are you? You say, well, I'm creative. Okay, that's a first impression about yourself. I am stubborn. Okay, does I am a procrastinator. That's a first impression about yourself. The first thing that comes into your mind when you talk about yourself, that could be your first impression. Um, When you see who you really are, as you will see somebody else, you see your talents, you see your virtues, but you also see your flaws. The thing is, we realize that we all have it. We all have talents and virtues, but we all have flaws. We tend to think that we don't, but we do. Oh, we definitely do. And what do we do with that? We embrace them okay we embrace every single part of ourselves we forgive every single thing that we need to forgive about ourselves we celebrate what we need to celebrate even the flaws are for celebrating and then you be happy proud and joyful for the person the artist or the baker that you are the only thing the only well the only way that i found for me to have a positive mindset. And I said that I shared this on the Instagram yesterday. Like, what do you do to keep positive? Because like I said, this month, I want to dedicate everything to mindset, uh, the net, the social media and the podcast. Uh, because uh, having a positive mindset is not like, yeah, I'm happy and you know, like the clown of the circus all the time. No, it's not that. It's, you're gonna get mad. There are things you're not gonna like. You're going to find things in yourself that you didn't want them to be there. But you're also going to find beautiful things about yourself. And you take all of that and you use it as tools to be positive as much as you can. Because you're going to get mad eventually. But don't stay mad. Just go back to, okay. But you know what? Like, for example, imagine you're doing a creative work and it's not working out. You're like, you're so stupid. You can't. No this is not working because maybe one of your flaws is that you get impatient and uh you know you don't take the time to do things correctly so embrace it what do we do we keep working and then you change it to a positive mindset we keep working on the things that i like uh that cuts away a lot of fear of judgment actually because one of the things that we fear when we're creating is how much people is going to judge us but when you have judged yourself first, when you are aware of all your flaws and all your virtues, uh, and you know when you realize that you are that person that might not be perfect, but it's you. Like I said, with all your virtues and your flaws, doesn't matter what everybody says doesn't matter what people will judge you about because you have judged yourself first and you have gone through the healing process of that uh you have fought the battles i always compare to i don't know if you are any of you are there are a lot of the rings fan i am and when gandalf fought the balrog and he kind of died and came back as gandalf the white and he went to meet the king of rohan there was um, um, the, the advisor of the king who was poisoning the king with words from uh, Saruman. And uh, Gandalf turned around and said, I didn't go to through hell and back to deal with you. It's something like that. You didn't go through the whole process of um, judging yourself, of finding yourself or embracing yourself. To listen to other people's judgments. It's like it's like you're over it, you're above it. So yeah. The what am I talking? Because you will say, Christian, why are you talking about all this? Because to find your creative zone, to find your true creativity, you first need to find yourself. And you need to be in a mindset that will allow the good and the bad to come out without affecting you. See, I gave you a conclusion because I've been rambling all night. Um, Find creativity or being creative is also finding yourself because it's the only way to cut the noise and to get to that zone when you say, this is me, this is who I really am. And that magical place, in that magical moment, that's when your true art your innovation and your superpower comes out how can you achieve it because i don't want to leave you with all like you know theories about being uh, mindful or having a positive mindset or finding yourself through creativity this is what i do Uh, when i feel overwhelmed and when i feel that i'm not in my creative place i make a list sorry i make a list of the things that i love about myself or the things that I love about my work, I go to my my on um, my previous work, my dolls, my Instagram, my the pictures that I have, and I start looking at it as a fresh, with fresh eyes, and to see all the amazing things that I have done and the ones that I like the most. What is the what are the the characteristics characteristics in those pieces that I like the most? Uh, and I embrace it. I celebrate it. And I make a list, I literally make a list, like, oh, I like the face of this doll, or I like the color that I use. I love how, you made, how I made this hand, I love the, the structure. I really took care of the structure and everything. When I, I literally make a list. Then I make a list of my flaws, but first the positive. Then I go to the flaws. like, well, I wish I had done these eyes better, or I wish I had the sugar paste better. Uh, If I had a better structure, this wouldn't fall off, okay? And embrace it. What is the worst thing that can happen if it already happened? You're already seeing it. The things that you didn't like didn't work. So if you embrace them, they're probably not going to work again, right? Love and celebrate the things that you love about your work then write down and embrace all the flaws. When you write them down, you acknowledge them and they won't happen again. It's like, um, it's sort of something like in the, you know, when people, the bully story, I tell the bully story is when when people get bullied and uh, you have a bully and you have somebody who gets bullied. If you didn't know your flaws, if if this person knows their flaws and he embraced that or she embraced them, the bully won't affect him or her. Because like you cannot say anything that wanna that that hurts me because I know myself. So it won't hurt me. And the bully will go away. So it's something like this, but with yourself. After I do this to list, like I said, I embrace the things that I love and then I embrace my flaws. I celebrate, sorry, the things that I love and then I embrace my flaws. I take at least three deep breaths. Could be more if you won't have time. Maybe six will be better. And you lower your shoulders, relax your back, remove all expectations and stress, and you get in the zone because you already know you have a blueprint of what works and what doesn't work. So you get in the zone. Of course, try to make it in a moment that nobody will interrupt you, and you will have time to to be there. If um if you don't have that time. you know to do all this process you do something that i use usually do because sometimes we're busy we're having we take orders and we have things to do so what do i do if i'm working in an order order or i'm working in in a piece that has a deadline and i'm kind of stressed about that i stop for 15 minutes okay it's not going to cost you much in those 15 minutes just go and do something else that you love I usually go grab a piece of sugar paste and just start modeling a face because I get in the zone. I, I get so concentrated when I'm modeling a face that I just get in the zone. So I, even though if it doesn't work, if it's, I'm not gonna do anything with it, I just get into that zone. Or I make sugar paste bows. I love to make sugar paste bows, so I do that. I, I stop for 15 minutes and I do something that I feel like doing, that I want to do, because that will bring me back to my happy place. And then I go back to work and I think there is more, more tedious or get me stressed, but with a different mindset. So, you have here two solutions to get into your creative sum that I really, really hope you can use. My sweet, sweet friend, if you like this episode, if you love this podcast, I will kindly, kindly ask you to leave me a started review, whatever you're listening to this episode that is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and I think a couple of other ones, but in any of those, just leave me a review, leave me a couple of stars or five stars if you like it, <laughs> so people will find this episode, the algorithm would put it out there, and more of our K-community will benefit from it share it with your friends download the episode and share them uh share them on your social media and tag me because i will answer you back of course I will and uh, send me comments send me your review send me your feedback even if you don't agree with anything that I say I would love to hear your opinion you can find me in any of my social media accounts I will be leaving the links here on this episode description I'm on Facebook as The Cake Experience I am on Instagram at Christina underscore The Archaic Experience or you can even find me on YouTube my YouTube channel The Cake Experience channel so thank you so much for listening And please, please, please leave me your review and leave me your comments and your feedback. I would love to hear what you have to say about any of these episodes.